thank you for coming to the podcast. This is Top Turtle MMA Podcast on FlowCombat.com with a special midweek bonus episode for you guys today. I am not joined by Shockwave Dave Tremonte, but I did have a couple of interviews that came about really quickly, and I wanted to make sure to get those to your ears as soon as possible. Today, I am talking with Gilbert Burns, talking about his recovery as well as his claim to the title shot. And then I'm talking immediately afterwards to Leon Rocky Edwards, who is himself looking for that title shot or another big name fight. So I'm going to be talking to both of those guys about the welterweight situation. And you're, of course, going to want to tune in for both of those interviews. Now, before I get to those interviews, I do got to mention that these interviews are brought to you by Maroon Social, M-A-R-U-N-E. Maroon Social is the one and only social media app for the martial arts enthusiast. You can log all of your training sessions right in the app as well as write yourself notes, log your competitions, and talk to your friends. So if you train any martial art, how do we make sure that you download that app wherever apps are downloaded? Now, on to those interviews. All right, and joining me now is the number one welterweight contender in the world, Gilbert Burns. Gilbert, first and foremost, how, how are you feeling, man? I'm feeling better. I'm a lot better. I'm not 100%. Uh, I'm better. So tomorrow going to be the 14 days that I test positive. So tomorrow I'm looking forward to get tested again. See how I'm at right now. I'm kind of 85% better. No more headache. You know, like I have one day a lot of fever and a lot of chills. I've been having headaches all day since Saturday. Saturday kind of slowed down a lot. Today I'm feeling better, but I still have not a lot of energy. You know, it's hard for me to, to wake up. I still feel like very weak. Uh, I believe like in a week I'll, I'll be ready to go. But tomorrow I'm getting back to, you know, make sure I'm, I'm negative now. Well, that, that's really great to hear. I'm glad that you're feeling better. Now, I am curious, too. You know, obviously, you got pulled from the fight when the UFC tested you. Did you have any signs that you might be sick before then, or was that kind of a surprise when that came back as positive? Uh, I had a little bit. I had a lot of headaches, like strong headaches. Uh, I was thinking it was because the last point session that I had, it was a tough one. And, man, like, you didn't have them, those headaches. I think it's from sparring out of home. So... Just to make sure, I made a test on my own on, on Monday, leading to the week. That, that same week, before five weeks, that week I did a test on Monday, 10 negative. And I said, no, I'm good, you know, I'm, I'm fine. And then I took that away on my mind, like, no, I'm good, I'm healthy, let's go. And Thursday, I got in Vegas, you know, because all, every fighter was going there to get tested there. And I did a test, the test, the result just came on Friday. Came positive, which is like I was devastated as soon as they gave me the news. Uh, for sure, like all other fighters, I want money, but my dreams to become a world champion and all that. So when I put all my hands and work for, when the UFC called me, they said we're gonna do another. I'm gonna we're gonna retest you just to make sure. But I was already devastated. I'm like, man, no way that that is like the same way I see. Uh, uh, a woman when they do a pregnant test, you have to be positive. Oh, next one can negative. No, if it's positive, you can pregnant. It's the same way I started. Then I, I did the second test. I wasn't. My heart was break already. Came back positive again. 
and two of my coats too. So that was that was devastating. That break my heart. I couldn't compete. I was feeling good. Was even I still okay with the decision? The the, the thing that comfort more made me way more comfortable was because I wasn't feeling good. I started getting sick and the headache wasn't going away. I couldn't smell nothing. And uh, it was okay because because of the situation. I don't want to go with the play and make everyone get contaminated and go into Fight Island and, you know, destroy a lot of people's dreams and work. It was okay. And especially after the results, you know, I'm, I, I, I was guaranteed a shot. I spoke with Dana White. He confirmed it personally to me that I'm going to fight next for the title. So that was okay. Because I'm not feeling good right now. I couldn't fight my best if I was fighting on last Saturday. So he's okay. Well, well, that's really great to, to hear that Dana White, you know, confirmed that with you. Because that was going to be one of my next questions. Now, I, I do have to ask. You, you said you were satisfied with the results of Saturday. What, what was it like watching a fight where... You know, like you were supposed to be in that fight. What is it like watching a title fight where you feel like you personally should have been in it? It was hard. It was hard because in the walking, I do a lot of visualization and I made it all the face off and I make going to the fight. My immunity, I'm walking in, getting to the cage, and then Kamara coming in, and then that record comes. You ready? You ready? Let's go fight. And I saw all that and. And being outside and really watching that was, it was hard. But the results was the way I thought it would be. Because Kamaru, people feel a little boring, but he's very effective. Very effective. And uh, he was working the clinch. He kind of gave a lot of space to Masvidal. And then he did great, I think. Uh, I knew. I, 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 did, I didn't know, but I, I kind of had the feeling that the fight would be boring. But um, that way, Kamaru controlling and uh, taking a lot of energy away from Masvidal was the way I expected them was, and was the way I was hoping for because if Masvidal gets the, the win, it will be crazy right now. He might do a super fight with Connor or maybe with Nate, and I'll be, you know, kind of making a lot of fights to, to get my way up. So, yeah, I was satisfied with, with the way the fight goes, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I was going to say, you know, you're satisfied because obviously now Masvidal doesn't get, uh, you know, have to do a rematch with Usman or something weird like that. But were you also satisfied in, in that you wanted to see Usman win because he's one of your, you know, training partners or former training partners? Yeah, yeah, he's my former training partner. He don't train it there's no more. He moved to Colorado from now. But I like the guy, you know, I have a lot of respect. I saw, I saw Kamaru's, oh no, you know, I saw his debut. So he's coming up. Remember him in the tough, black teams against ABC, you win in the tough, going to the UFC and doing everything that he's doing. He's a hard worker, a nice guy, a family guy. So, yeah, for sure, we support. If you're not fighting me, I'm supporting tomorrow 100%. I, I like that. Now, obviously, you said you expected Masvidal to be a type of guy who got pinned against the cage. You expected Usman to sort of be able to outwork him. What what do you bring to the table that would stop Usman from doing those things? That that could stop Usman's you know game plan of being that little bit more of a boring fighter, like you said. Yeah, no, I bring a lot to the table. I can wrestle. I can grapple. My back against the floor. I don't think he not not just tomorrow, but I don't think no one of that division wants to take me down because I really came with a lot of submissions, a lot of scramble. At least to make you super tired and go back up. And I got my hands too, you know, I hit way harder than these guys. 
I always eat hard, but the weight cut to right weight was killing myself. I wasn't able to perform. Right now, you see a touch thing on my uh, I touch wood, he's down. So I'm touching all these guys are going down. And if they want to grab with me, come on. That's that's my roots right there. That's where I came from. I have I believe so much of my jiu-jitsu, my grappling, my wrestling, my hands, my feet. So I think I have I bring a lot of more problems to anyone that division, not just Kamar, but Kobe. Anyone, anyone bring a lot a lot of problems for people. And I'm glad you mentioned, too, that you're sort of falling in love with your hands because, like, we've seen that since you've moved up to welterweight. You are a jiu-jitsu guy who has largely gotten by with incredible striking, right? Like, you outstruck the former champion, Tyrone Woodley. Are you sort of surprised that, like, your hands have become almost like the dominant weapon in this division? Uh, a little bit. My coach always said it. My coach, like, Henry Hope, he always said, why do you request so much weight when you're training? You hit those guys, they go down with the training. You knock people down with training a lot. And when they started the weight cut, when I was going through the training camp, I lost a lot of my power, you know. And, and I touched these guys keep coming. And uh, he, they always ask you to go up. But I had that thing on my mind. Now I probably need to suffer to become a champion. You need to go through all that. But, but I, was, I was strong. But as soon as I came up and I saw my training, I competing way harder than before. And I uh, have more energy to train. So, yeah, I, I kind of, it's not a surprise, but I was always confident on my power, but the way I put them in my out and the way I knocked Woodley down, like, multiple times, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, and, and the other thing, too, I keep my main training, one of my main trainers is grappling. I love to grapple. I'm always grappling. I have one of the best guys right here around, Cyborg Abril. That crushes my brother. My brother, Herbert Burns. And uh, I have the best. So many wrestling guys right here, like Logan Storley. And a lot of guys that give me such a, a good feeling, you know, such a hard rounds that for sure I'm doing a lot of striking, boxing, boxing. But, bro, my grappling is still number one. You know, if those guys want to take me down when I dash my grappling, that's my comfortable, my, my comfort zone right there, you know. But yeah, new authorities right here too. So I, I think it brings a lot of problems to anyone that. Absolutely. Now I do have to ask you too because it's been over social media the last day or two. There's a couple of people out there saying that you know maybe Rocky Edwards is is next in line or you would have to fight again. Obviously, it's really nice that Dana you know has come to you and said that you don't have to do that. But was there any concern on your end that that was a possibility that you might have to fight again after dropping out of this fight? Uh, after Dana confirmed, when they got it noticed that. Yeah, that's positive that I told me hey, I might do one more fight. He's okay. He's okay. I don't care. I'm competitive. So I love to do one more fight. But as everything went on that way and Dana said I'm next, no, I don't need to fight no more. You know, I think I respect the records, but I'm way, like, I don't know how many of that. Maybe 10 times more active than, than Leo Edwards that, that, that made me deserve the shot. They got a couple of good ways, good strength, but, oh, like, he beat. Two guys that I respect most, and I like the guys that one is my brother, Vicente Luca. He beat Luca, but that was 1999 when he beat Luca. Long ago, Vicente, if you take a look, Vicente Luca, I'm not playing over 10 times. 
10 fights after that fight. He did over 10 fights after that loss. And Leon has been doing one or two fights a month. It's July 20 is our anniversary. It's my birthday and his anniversary. Probably one year without fighting. And then he want to blame the pandemic and everything. Come on, bro. Like, he got a couple good wins. I'm not going to lie. I respect that. But he don't have a win against Daniel Mike the way I did. He don't have a win against a former champ the way I did. So that's my statement right there. And I'm next in line. And that's it. Like, I respect Leo Arizo. People talk about him, but he is one more fight. It's kind of like he, he had a fight with that one. Okay, for all the circumstances, he still made it. That's okay. I took the fight. I beat Tyron Woodley. Now he gets a shot. Like, I make the effort, you get the rewards. Like, what's going on? And I need to do one more fight. I had a fight coming. I had I had the title already. If it wasn't for COVID-19, I would I'll be the champion right now. So I need to fight you. And I'll continue financially. Wait a little bit. And fight for the title, it's way better money fighting for the title than fighting Leon Edwards. If let's say if I fight Leon Edwards and I beat Leon Edwards, I'd rather wait for, for the title shot, make way more money, and, and have my dream coming true and I'll be coming a UFC champion. So there's no reason to fight right now. Half of me want to fight right now because I'm very active. But as soon as I spoke to my doctors and my physical therapists and my my strength conditioning coach, they want me to rest a little bit too because I did three camps already this year. You know, three camps. One camp was against Daniel Maia. That was only three rounds. But the fight against Tyler Woodley in the fight for 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 that one that I pulled out for for the COVID nineteen, that was five five minute rounds. So the, the intensity on the last two training camps was Hard. That's why I think I got sick as well, too, because my immunity was, you know, I was fresh my immunity system. So they asked me to wait a little bit, rest, maybe one, two more weeks, come back very slowly. And even if tomorrow needs a break, I need a, I need a break as well. In two fights away, the three training camps, even if you would fight in November, I'll, half of me want to fight before, but I'll, I'll wait for November, you know, if I have to. And is that the time that you think is most likely going to be that title fight? Do you, all things considered, you think probably November for you and Kamara? Yeah, I was hoping for end of October. I think it's a great date. Uh, we have a lot of in common friends, you know, a lot. And they say, oh, I think maybe November. We need to take a little time off, you know, with a lot of pressure going to that fight, changing upon it, and a lot of things. He, he wants to, you know, reach that, relax, take time off of his daughter. And he comes back. But I, I I was hoping for October, November, but looks like November, December, I believe November. I hope for November. Well, whatever date it is, we are certainly looking forward to seeing that fight because it is going to be an exciting one. Once again, I want to thank this is number one contender, Gilbert Burns. Thank you so much for the time, man. I really appreciate it. Glad my pleasure. And that interview with Gilbert Burns is brought to you by MyBookie. Visit MyBookie.ag for the best online gambling sportsbook that you can possibly find. They've got a 50% deposit bonus that you can take advantage of right now. Plus, they have all kinds of awesome features, including a mobile app that is by far better than any of the other mobile experiences you can find with other sportsbooks. Plus, they accept cryptocurrency, which allows you to get exactly what you want. Because let's face it, we don't want to be hamstringed by the different kinds of deposits methods that we want and if you're ready to cash out 
48-hour cash out, and that is speedy stuff. When you want your money, you want it now. So make sure to visit mybookie.ag right now. I'm now being joined by Leon Edwards, currently the number three welterweight in the world, according to the UFC rankings. Uh, Leon, let's start by talking about the fact that uh, I've read recently on Twitter you said that the UFC actually offered you a title shot before Gilbert Burns. Can, can you give us some of the circumstances behind that? Um, what they, they reached out to me when, when, um, my fellow fell out, um, saying, would I be inter- interested in taking the fight, um, on the 11th, but I think I only had like three weeks notice, um, I, I had left and, um, this was, wasn't possible because in the, in the UK, the gyms are still closed. So I haven't been training properly for, since March, really. I've been doing bits and bobs, but apart from that, um, it wasn't possible to get a camp together and to get the, to get a fight done, basically. Um, plus, we, we, we didn't know where the fight was because it was on Far Island, and they wouldn't tell you where the fight was, so it just was, it was, couldn't get done. Yeah, so that makes a lot of sense. So you going into a title shot, you're not interested in a short notice bout. You are only interested in a title bout if you're going to get a proper training camp in? Yeah, for sure, especially I fought Usman before, you know what I mean? And that, that was bad preparation the first time when, when, when I went away um, to, to America to, to train and um, but since coming back to the UK and believing in my team, I've now racked up eight wins in a row. You know what I mean? So for me to now go and just do another, sh- like basically shit camp again, just to fight him again, just wasn't, this didn't make sense. I'd like to give myself a full camp to go out there and defeat him. And so are you kind of in a waiting pattern to figure out when you can fight again? Like, are you waiting to see when the UK opens up a little bit more? Do you have a timetable for when we might see you again? Um, I know that though. The government said opening gyms next week, 25th. Um, so once the gym's back open, I'll back, get back to a regular routine, then I'll be ready to book, to fight, book a fight. I'm hearing that they're coming back to Abu Dhabi in September, I'm hearing, the UFC. So if that's true, that that would be good to go on their headline that card, you know what I mean? So with any any top guys, uh, preferably title shot. If not, then I'll go uh, Marcelor or Burns. It's guaranteed title shot next. Okay, so, so you're obviously your preference is a title shot, but you're also willing to fight people like Masvidal or somebody else like, say, Colby Covington, who would get you a title shot? Um, if it's guaranteed a title shot, 100%. Um, just tell me who got to fight, fight him, point him in the right direction, and that's it. You know what I mean? Just, you know, as long as it's guaranteed a title shot next, I'll do it. If not, then no. Um, like I said, number one is title shot. Um, number two is probably Masvidal. Um, and what happened backstage then I'll, I'll, I'll probably go that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Now, what did you think of the Usman-Masvidal fight? Obviously, you just got a chance to watch it. You know, with your bad blood with Masvidal, with your, your former fight with Usman, what were your thoughts on the fight? Um, I think it played out the way I thought, thought you would. Um, going into the fight, I thought Usman was a bigger, stronger guy. Um, better wrestling, better, better, better all-round athlete. So, I did pick Usman to go out there and win. Um, so, yeah. It didn't really surprise me when we went out there and uh, like wrestled, basically. Uh, and that, that's it. So, yeah, uh, I knew that was going to happen. And obviously under a, a new camp or, a, uh, you know, a more full camp than you had last time you fought Usman, you feel like you have the right skill set to neutralize that, that wrestling that you're talking about? Yeah, for sure, 100%. Um, I've got his pattern down now to the D. I mean, uh, it does make it that same fight. Um fight. Fired some patterns, so I... I truly believe I, I, I would. Um, I've improved my wrestling. I've improved my jiu-jitsu, and I'm, I'm a way better striker. So I can't. Why I can't guard him? 
makes a lot of sense to me. Now, uh, the, the big question, obviously, on our mind here is that, you know, a lot of the UFC brass or, or other people have said that they think that Gilbert Burns is deserving of the title shot next. Give, give us sort of your case on why the UFC should choose you instead of Gilbert Burns for that next opportunity for Usman. Um, I feel I'm, I'm beat. Also, beat way more guys. He's coming up from lightweight. I think I knocked out at lightweight. Now he came to waterweight. He's got um, four wins in a row. And the only person who's beat really is Woodley. Um, Dan Meyer was 46, 47 years old. And um, yeah, you've got one good win, which is, which is Woodley, right? And I've been dominating this division now, with like eight fights in a row, like I said. So I just can't see how a guy coming up from lightweight on four fight win streak, beating one, basically, one top, top five opponent, they have a shot over, over me. That's just the case, really. I just can't I believe, I believe I should be next. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. Now, I do, I do want to ask, too, you know, obviously, you know, one of the, the tough things about it right now for you is that, you know, with the coronavirus and some other things that have gone on, you've had a long layoff. You, you said yourself you're not training. How, how hard has it been for you to stay in shape and to be fight ready as, you know, you might be looking down the barrel of, you know, one of the most exciting and one of the most promising fights of your career? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm motivated. My, I got my brother as well. He, he competes in Bellator. Um, so he helps motivate me as well. And I always train together. You know what I mean? So I'm always training and like you were doing running or lifting or striking. You know what I mean? I'm always doing something to, to stay over. Um, so I'm, I'm motivated by the title. That's what motivates me. That's what keeps going. That, well, that certainly makes a lot of sense, too. Now, you know, obviously, like you said, you're doing a lot of hiking, stuff like that. How about the martial arts side of things? Like, you know, you have your brother. Do you have other people you're working with, too, or is it just mostly with him? Um, late, um last couple of weeks, I've been working with, like, one-to-one with my coaches. Uh, I'm a kickboxing coach, my wrestling coach, and stuff like that. Um, I thought that group sessions, I've done, like, group sessions now for a while, uh, obviously because of um, corona. But, like I said, the gyms are back open next 25th next week, I think. Um, so after that, I'm back into my routine and back training again and hopefully get a fight booked. Well, we're certainly looking forward to seeing that fight booked. Now, uh, before I let you go, too, I, I do want to ask, you know, in a fight with Jorge Masvidal, which, you know, you mentioned is another possibility there, too, how, how do you see that fight going? What do you see as your major advantage against somebody like Masvidal? Everything. <laughs> I think I'm just the better. I think I'm just the better fighter, right? I'm more well-rounded and Bigger, stronger, um, better striker. So I just can't, I just can't see how how he beats me. He fights in burst and you throw the same combination over and over again. And I, I believe I got there and, I, and I'll finish. And, and you know, you mentioned the backstage stuff too, which which I hadn't brought up. But like obviously, you know, you guys had that run in backstage. How, how prominently has he been on your mind since then as a fight that you want to be able to scratch off or you want to be able to pick off? I've been calling them out since it happened, you know what I mean? From the day it happened, I've been saying, let's fight, let's fight, and kept turning me down. But now, 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 we've got, now we've lost. Let's see if he takes it this time, you know what I mean? So um, I'm ready to go, and I'll, I'll prove my case when the time comes that he, he's just not on my level. All right. Well, we're certainly looking forward to whenever that is, whether it's September or a little bit later. We hope you get a good you know, work back into training coming up soon. Once again, fans, this has been Leon Edwards, who is the number three welterweight contender in the world. Leon, thanks so much for the time, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. 
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed those two interviews with Rocky Edwards and with Gilbert Burns. The welterweight situation is, of course, very exciting right now. So I want to remind you guys that, you know, keep an eye on Twitter for all of our stuff as well as all the stuff happening in the welterweight division. Remember, you can find me at Gumby Vreeland or the show at Top Turtle MMA. You can also find us at Twitter at Top Turtle MMA there. And make sure to check out our YouTube channel. There will be more and more video interviews available there in the coming weeks. So check us out. I'm Daniel Gumby Vreeland, and I will catch you later next week.